not even supposed to be here today. Hey, try not to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. 37. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a row? It's fucking recording. <laughs> so, welcome to Kevin Smith's View Askew Review. Since the last time we recorded... When was um, that? Six months ago, I think. <laughs> um... And it was the um, Richard Lester... Linkletter. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Um, film that inspired Kevin Smith, which, you know, whatever. I don't seem to remember enjoying it really very much. <laughs> but here we are, finally, to talk a little bit about clerks. Or, what do you say? Clerks. Clerks. <laughs> you say clerks and I say clerks. Um, how have you been anyway, lad? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Bit of, bit of holiday time at the moment, so having a bit of a break. Yeah, I mean, I'm the first week of me three weeks holiday this year. Yeah, this is my second second week. I've got, I've got um, just over a week this time because last time it was slightly shorter than a week. And had the world ended last time we recorded? No, it had not. Bollocks. <laughs> yeah, life was normal the last time we recorded this podcast. And we're, we're in this weird, uncertain time now of localised lockdowns and flare-ups and all yeah. these new language things in the dictionary that we didn't know existed. Now we're, yeah. we're all experts on fucking ill health and all that aren't we and viruses yeah. and shit and yeah and no one's got a clue still to be honest <laughs> no it's just let's just open it in another six months when we talk yeah. about what's the next film is it mole rats next mole rats yes yes the better version of clicks yeah which is now it's appeared on amazon prime i think oh well this is, I was going to touch on this. Um, all of Kevin Smith's, well, Clerks has disappeared from everywhere. Yeah. Now, is this... Yep. Because, More rats is there now. What? Why has Clerks disappeared from everywhere? I don't know. I don't know whether it's got something to do with, obviously, what's happened with the guy that paid for it. You can't even buy it on iTunes. No. I watched it um because i had it i bought it on itunes years ago yeah so it was still in my library but it's disappeared from everywhere yeah it's it's interesting as well because i don't know whether because uh, something we'll talk about on one of the disney shows i'm sure is the launch of disney's new more adult themed streaming service yeah um, and i wonder whether we might see some of this stuff end up on there with having seen that company be part of Disney over the years, I wonder whether they still hold the rights. Potentially, maybe. So this is this is Hulu, which Disney own, don't they? Yeah. Is being... But then they're not launching Hulu as such due to the fact that Universal own part of it. Right. Um, if they'd have launched Hulu in international territories, it would have cost... Dis Disney have got an exclusive contract that says they have to buy Hulu outright after a certain amount of time. Right. They don't have a choice in the matter. There isn't a price set. And the thinking behind launching this new one, and, and it's called called Star. It's something they, they introduced in India called Hot Star. 
Um, and it's, they're, they're sticking with that, that branding um, for this new version. If they'd have launched Hulu internationally, when it came to Disney having to purchase Hulu, it would have cost them more if they were in other territories. So they've decided not to launch Hulu, but launch something else instead. And will we be getting it internationally then? I believe so, yes. Well, as long as it's similarly priced to everything else, yeah. and it's got content worth watching, yeah. I think we're starting to reach saturation point now in the um, streaming platforms. Yeah. I, and you say that, today CBS have announced their launch on an international Ugh. streaming service as well. God. Um, we haven't got a date. They didn't mention us at all, but it's going into places like Australia and some of Europe. I believe. Um, now, uh, but they did also say that there's possibilities with that, that it, they will still sell certain things off, like they've done with Picard um, and, and stuff like that, that they've sold it to existing streaming services. So we, it may still continue down that, that route for us here with that CBS streaming service. We may not get it, but uh, Disney will certainly launch their, their one here. And there's more stuff going like sort of free to air as well, isn't there, with adverts? Yeah. yeah. So it's still a streaming service, but adverts are, that's just a way of enticing you in. Yeah, it is. It's, if people don't want to pay as much, then watch an advert. It's, that's the way it is with a lot of things. You download a free game on the Apple Store yeah. and it's got adverts in it to pay for it rather than you paying an upfront costs that's that, that's the way it works these days isn't it if you can't make money one way you'll make it another way and the problem is all these things now have, have painted themselves into a corner that they have to be creating new content otherwise yep. people spit the dummies out yeah and that that's the problem disney have run into now is that they didn't have a solid they didn't have a solid catalog of new stuff yeah we had the mandalorian a lot of documentary stuff, but no real drama. Yeah, just a lot of which pish. is what everybody. Yeah, what a lot of people were expecting was was these Marvel series. You you would have expected this, them to have something to follow the Mandalorian up, and they didn't. And that's that's where they've come unstuck at the moment. And now, of course, with everything that's happening in the world, they're still not ready when they should have been. And is Black Widow going on streaming as well? No, they've said no at the moment, but Mulan is, yeah. and um, for $30. And they said they're going to keep an eye on the figures. So I think that means if it does well enough, if they make enough money back, then Black Widow, Widow will follow. But at the moment, it's not. That's not the plan because it's. I think it's cost a heck of a lot more money than Mulan has. Yeah, definitely. And... We all know that as soon as that button is pressed and it goes out worldwide, somebody somewhere will pirate it and it'll be distributed yeah. for free. Yeah. So but, it, yeah, I, I do wonder whether that's where it's heading. That the the early Kevin Smith stuff will find a home possibly on on Star. I think everything else is there to find. Definitely, Clerks Two is. Um, yeah. It's strange. Yeah. Um, the, at the moment, the only one that's that's free is is Mall Rats. That's the only one that comes as as a, a streaming yeah. freebie. Um, oh, well. Chase and Amy is there, but you have to pay for it. Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. 
you have to pay for on Amazon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we should say I I do wonder whether that's that's one of the reasons. A lot of things have moved around recently as well. A lot of Universal films have ended up on Amazon Prime now, when they were previously on Netflix. Um, so yeah. it does seem like a lot of contracts are coming to an end at the moment. Yeah, it's weird. And this stuff's popping up and disappearing and popping up. Yeah. And... So, come on, let's dig into clicks. Yeah. Shall I go ahead with the uh, the figures, the facts yeah. and figures? Go ahead. So that. it came out in... Where is it? 1994. So I was 10 at the time. So I wasn't, I wasn't there when it came out the first time round. Um, well, I was 21, so this was made for me. This film. Yeah. However, I didn't get into Kevin Smith until after the turn of the century. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So it had an estimated budget of 27,000. That wasn't included in its post-production cost, which was nearly a quarter of a million. So you have to take that into account. It's opening weekend in the US. It opened on the 23rd of October, 1994. And it took um, £31,665.23. Oh. Um, it eventually took, in the US... 3.15 million. So that on a budget of half a million. That's a success, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. It, and it's basically um well he's been dining out on it ever since. Now I'm on Wikipedia. Um and it basically it's a an American independent black and white buddy comedy written, directed, co-produced by Kevin Smith, um, starring Brian O'Hara, um, Jeff Anderson. It presents a day in the life of store clerk Dante Hicks and Randall Graves. Um, it was supposed to be him and Brian Johnson, but him and Brian had had a, they were not talking at this point in their lives. Um, Clerks is the first in the Viewerskew universe of movies and it introduces sever several reoccurring characters, notably Jay and Silent Bob. Are in the his house. <laughs> um, and they're the, they're the best bit of yeah. this, do you think? Yeah, uh, I, th I think they're good. I think, it's, and I'll go into it in my notes, I think for me, I've always been a fan of Jeff Anderson. I like his um, his style of comedy. He's very straight pan. I like yeah. how he does it. And I'll, I'll go into it a little bit more in, in my notes from the, the actual watch of the film. And it is basically um, just one day in the life. Yeah. So, do you want to dive in? Do you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. So... I've written it in red, so I'm struggling to read some of my own notes. <laughs> um, my first note was, weird-ass title page. Yeah. Is that the clown? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I said, that I thought the sound quality was quite poor. I didn't think it was particularly well edited. Um, then I said, it was like a drunk ET. It's so long since I've watched this. We watched this a good couple of months ago. Yeah. Um, so I'm struggling to remember what, what some of my notes are for. 
Um, I then said, dog's ass, Craig must be horny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quality car. Again, can't remember the car for the life of me, so I don't know why I wrote that. Um, as I just mentioned, always been more of a fan of Jeff Anderson. Um, does anyone even use shoe polish these days? No, they just fucking put that stuff on. Yeah. The title cards for each scene I don't think would work today. Mm-hmm. I think people would be turned off by that. J-Muse with the most J-entrance. Yeah. Um, his acting has definitely improved over the years. Um, it feels like a documentary. As you said, it is a day in the life, so it, it's kind of got that feel. Uh, the classic line, I'm not even meant to be here today. Yeah. I still love that line. I think that's quality. Um, Veronica was quite cute, I thought. Yeah. Um, then I wrote with three exclamation marks, Scotty Moe. He yeah. makes his first appearance, obviously, one of Kevin's best friends over the years. Yeah. Um, the film steps up once Randall turns up. Um, the relationship between Dante and Randall is superb. I thought that was, I think their relationship is really good. Silent Bob is perfectly cinematic. Yeah. Just I, I think he's a, a great character that that works in film brilliantly. Yeah. Uh, the cat shitting is classic. Uh, again, another quality line, Berserker. Um, the Star Wars t- talk is a nerdgasm. Yeah. We've just been talking about Star Wars before we recorded this, so that just proves my point. Yeah. Um, Jason Mewes eating marshmallows is hilarious. Um, egg guy is as weird as they come. I think that's guy who delivers eggs, doesn't he, at some point? Yeah. Um, again, a kid smoking would not, they would not get away with these days. Um, I love the, um, the title, Vag Mag, yeah. that they gave it. At times, it really doesn't feel like a film, more just people chatting. Uh, the hockey, hockey game gives the movie a completely different feel. I felt that it changed completely once they were outside. And... I mean, he has talked about this so much, but do you think this is, I mean, it's obviously filmed in the same place where he actually worked. Do you think he actually played hockey on the roof? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah, because he was a massive hockey fan, so it wouldn't surprise me. Still haven't got that hockey movie that he was meant to be making all those years ago. Well, it went from a hockey movie to a hockey TV series, you know, to... Um, Dante's relationships are fucked up. Yeah. Um, the rape death scene is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> when you think that she's been raped and then you realise that he's dead. Um, ah, oh, the famous J song. Fuck, 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 fuck. Mother, mother, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. Um, and then really it is just all about the boys' relationship. And that... I thought it was a better film than I remembered. Ah. I didn't like it the first time I watched it um, and preferred some of his later stuff. This time I enjoyed it more. I, well, I mean, I'll read out what I've written down now, but yeah, I've got a strange relationship with this film as well, to be honest. Almost um, rose-tinted spectacles, I think. Um, So what, what marks out of 10 would you give it? 
I would give it for such an early film and for how it was filmed and everything, I'd give it a seven out of ten. And are you nostalgic for that time? Not really. No, not really. Um, I'd probably be more attached to to more rats. Right. Um, because that was kind of the the culture that I grew up with, the the geek culture. Yeah. Um, and and the shopping mall culture had just started coming up in the UK when I was kind of that age, as well. So I think Mall Rats has probably got more more to it for me than than Clark's has. Right. Okay. So I will uh, start. Seven minutes in, uh, Walt Flanagan appears for the <laughs> first time. I think he's in it maybe th- definitely twice, potentially three times. Yeah. Ah, there's Scott. <laughs> uh, I was Jay back in the day. And I think everybody thinks, you know, maybe they were a little yeah. bit Jay, but maybe I was a little bit Jay. <laughs> I've, got, um, I've got a magnet on my fridge. Of yeah. me and Tony from Biff Bam. Yeah. Um basically during doing Jay and Silent Bob, leaning oh. against the wall, arms crossed. Fantastic. <laughs> Sits on my fridge even now, and that, that magnet must be 12, 13 years old now. I think I mean he's such a character and you need to go and listen to all the old podcasts yeah. to see how fucked up he was clean living lad at the very start did yeah. because of the way his life was with his mum and everything he didn't touch drugs yeah but um siggy rant suck my big fat cock <laughs> um so much dialogue i just just so much dialogue 12 girls i wish <laughs> um nail varnish one take so much conversation yeah it was just again it was just bogged down I, I don't i think dialogue's gone from movies to an extent yeah um, unless you, unless it's an action movie these days yeah it's not gonna make money is it so um, most people just want to make an action movie don't one, get me wrong it's it's exciting but sometimes you just want a nice quiet movie um snowballing uh, and then I put in brackets for vomit. So snowball and what was that? Is that where you shoot in the girl's mouth and then she spits it back into yours? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, you've said it, yeah. Yeah, 37 dicks in a row. <laughs> um, Star Wars chat. Loved it. Uh, Jay eating and stealing. I used to do that. <laughs> So was that pick the marshmallow? Mi- mi- yeah, it was pick a mix for me. Yeah. Oh, we, um, me and a lad called David Tarleton, and I seen him on my train uh, a couple of years ago, and he hasn't changed a bit. So we mate on Facebook now, but we were, we were in the same street together, and we used to go shoplifting in... Oh, um, Lennon's. I don't know if you had a supermarket called Lennon's. No. Not like John Lennon's, just Lennon's. <laughs> so we used to take orders in school because you watch Grange Hill and you remember Gonch because he used to always yeah. do orders and whatever, making money. So people would give us orders, you know, dairy milk, Mars bars, whatever. 
and we would volunteer to go shopping for our parents and then go in and rob Lennon's, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and then we'd go and sell the sweets to the kids <laughs> and then use that money to buy sweets. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, 34 uh, Walt 2. 36 Walt 3, a huge pussy. So is that minutes in maybe? I don't know. I don't know why I wrote that. Consistently calling back to not even meant to be in here today, working in here today. Um, now, I made a note of how much the cigarettes were. So this is 1994, $1.95 for a pack of ciggies. Yeah. So now... I know it's it's not New York, is it? But it, it's it's in New York State, isn't it? Yeah, it's in Jersey. It's on the on the other side of the river. Yeah, it would be um, in today's money twelve dollars eighty five. So um, you just can't play hockey on a roof today. They just wouldn't be allowed. Um, Scott, you see Scott coming up the ladder. That's the yeah. second time you see Scott. Um, who's tried to suck your own dick? <laughs> Everyone. Uh, bathroom sex. Now you you put it. You said she was raped. Well, she... that's what they make it out to be, and then they realise that he was just dead. Yeah. So <laughs> he's got rigor mortis. It's fucking grim, now. It's. <laughs> um, and then salsa shark jaws. I can't remember what that is. So I don't know. And then I put, how long is this shift? Because it's the longest day in the world. You know, I used to work in my granddad's um, news agents. Used to do a 12-hour shift, six till six. This felt like that. Um, And then I've put, very mixed feelings about watching this movie again. I tried to pull bits out of the movie but there weren't any, really. There's nothing, just youth and conversation. Um, youth, where the days used to last forever, a shift in a job would last for days. Conversations with friends would last for weeks. Um, a time before internet, before streaming, before smart devices, 1994 was one of the last years that it was worth being alive. <laughs> That's a bit fucking grim. Um, CDs were expensive. LPs, tapes, VHS were all hanging on. You know, even right up until the year 2000, you could go still go in and buy a VHS, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was definitely a regular in, in Blockbuster as I uh, as I got into my teens. This movie was basically 26 years ago. And 26 years before 1994 was 1968. So shit like that burns me, I doubt. I don't know why. Um, oh, yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> my next sentence is literally, shit like that burns me, I doubt. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, Kevin is still dining out on this movie uh, where other, other celebrators, directors have moved on and evolved. He, he does evolve, as we'll see soon enough, but did he ever better this movie? 
that's a hard one to judge right now but I still give it a solid 8 out of 10 and that's purely for the nostalgia of it all yeah you know yeah totally totally understand why why you would say that it was it was definitely more of your era I think in in terms of life how your life would have been at that point oh Um, yeah whereas as I said more rats is like that next generation is moving in yeah yeah still got some of those touches from Clark's that he he put in in that it just I I think inside Kevin Smith is a is a great movie an Oscar winning movie yeah if someone would let him but I also think he himself is youngest child spoiled brat um he's he's had his his success he's proved his point he made the film on his mum's credit cards and all that maxed the credit cards out and he's never really kicked on you know he could have done him he he could still do a superhero movie yeah i don't know why he hasn't he is superhero movies basically yeah and he's proved himself on on the likes of the flash and supergirl that he can do it yeah even Star Wars, you know, he's so yeah. in a, in that universe. He, but he's so scared, I think, of the failure that potentially yeah. it would be perceived because yeah. he's the youngest, you know, little fat child type, eat the butter, eat the ball of butter, because that's yeah. what you know his family used to make him do as a party piece. I think, I don't know, he's... Looking at him now, recently, he's probably the fittest and healthiest he's ever been in his entire life. And it took a a, a, a major heart attack to fucking fix him, basically. Yeah. But he's still... And it seems like he's he's stepped back and now he's gone, oh, do you know what? I'm going to let everybody else do the work for me. And mm. I'm going to work on animated stuff. And, and that's it. That's all I'm going to do. And little comedy pieces... Like he's doing this this online thing at the moment, um, this lockdown thing, lockdown with my son, I think it's called, and it's about, about living with Harley Harley's uh, boyfriend. Oh, what's I haven't even seen any of that. I you can't. I don't think you can watch it here. It's on in the states. It's it's something that he's been plugging his icon, and then it, it gets voted on by the public, and then uh, if you get voted through, you come back with another episode the following week. All right, okay. But he does, yeah, he seems to have been, he seems to have backed into a corner again. Like he, he can't do anything other than, because it all went big again with Jay and Silent Bob reboot. That was a whole big thing. It it was a sequel to quite a big film, quite a successful film. Um, But now he seems to have stepped back into, into that corner again and kind of doesn't want the, the pressure again. Yeah, he's he's never really, I don't think, dealt with the stresses of fame and pressure and everything like that. He's comfortable in his own skin and he doesn't want to step out. Where I think he could make that that, that multi-billion-dollar movie. I think, yeah. he, I, honest to God, it's in him. Yeah. If he just tried. Yeah, I really think it is because he's got such a love for for the subjects as well. That's. 
that's what's sad. He, he quite clearly has the knowledge. Like he's he's written so many scripts yeah. for superhero movies that that at the time just weren't right. Um, would you pick Kevin Smith or Chris Nolan to do a Batman movie? That's that's where it's come to. But I think the superhero genre has kind of come to that point now where there's so much of it. Yeah. That he could quite clearly find a spot in amongst it. Oh, when def- you look at the fact that they've just announced Captain Marvel 2 is being directed by the woman that's directed the Candyman reboot. Well, and I'm like, know, yeah. well, someone that I don't even know doing a reboot of a, a cult classic, but not a massive hit, has now been picked up for a f- sequel to a film that was absolutely massive. Yeah. Just like that. So why can't someone that's got such a storied career and such a solid career at that also be given a chance or take that chance? Well, he's had such a long career, where, yeah. but they're always at a certain level. You know, and the, and the Jay and Silent Bob reboot didn't get picked up by any distribution. He took it out on the road. Yeah. As if that is the new model and yeah. I don't think it is. I think it's an ad that's an add on. Yeah. He was basically having to go out on stage and do Q and A's after every screening. Which is yeah. a brill it's a brilliant model, but that's not the model. No. Do you know what I mean? No, definitely not. No, I totally agree. And hopefully he finds maybe he's found his space now with these animated series that he's doing. Oh, I'd imagine, I mean, to get into these, um, imagine him doing a Batman movie, but but an animated version. Yeah. Because the, there's 10 He's of them written for Batman like, before. Yeah. I've got, I've got his comic book sitting on my shelf next door that he's written a Batman and, and Daredevil and, and things like that. I'd, I'd love to see him work on Daredevil at some point for, for TV or even in the films. I think he'd be great. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed. Yeah. So, so you never know. One day it may just take over, and he may just get that that massive job. I think it will. I think he will eventually. But it's whether he he's ready to to grasp it. He gets he gets to the edge of it. Yeah. Like he take he took the um the Howard the Duck series, the animated series. So he was on the outskirts of the MCU. With that, but not quite taking that final step. That's what we're watching as well at the moment, Agent Carter. Yeah. And um, Ralph Garman. There's Ralph Garman! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so he is now canon in the MCU. Yeah. Fantastic. So the next episode of this podcast is going to be... We've talked about it, and I am absolutely looking forward to watching this one. Yeah. And do you know what? Right. Let's try and let's try and get it watched while we're all while both off. Yeah. And let's try and get another episode out before autumn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, there'll definitely be one out again before the end of the summer. I'm yeah. sure. Because what else are we doing? Well, no, exactly. Ten podcasts, like. <laughs> oh yeah one of the the many 
I'm tempted to just uh, hang up off this one now and uh, go straight on to a Halloween Horror Nights episode. <laughs> do you want to? We can do. If you want. <laughs> yeah, I'm there. <laughs> right, people, thank you very much. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this little chat about clerks. Yeah, yeah um, I enjoyed it. It's it's nice to revisit a film I hadn't seen for a while. Well, I think I've only seen Moldrats maybe twice. Yeah, I think I'm probably the same. So I'm really excited to see that. And of course, the uh, the great Stanley makes his uh, viewers' queue debut. Oh, I seen him in Agents of Carter the other day. Yeah, rolled a little to you. Well, I never. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Cue the fucking music. Oh no, what you say on this one? I we're, don't know. We're not even supposed to podcast today. <laughs> psychological capacity to withstand the awesome power of God's true voice. All it took was a fat chronic blunt. Tell him, Steve, Dave. It's beautiful, man. Sometimes, in the heat of the moment, it's forgivable to go ass to mouth. Would you like a chocolate-covered pretzel? I am the clit commander. It's beautiful, man. Hey, try not to suck any dick on the way to the parking lot. Tell him, Steve, Dave. I am the clit commander. No ticket. Tell him, Steve, Dave. have neither the oral nor the psychological capacity to withstand the awesome power of God's true voice. This job would be great if it wasn't for the fucking customers. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.